Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Great to be with you today, as always. And I want to dive right into this uh, next block here uh, because I, I had this just awesome opportunity uh, to interview uh, Rabbi Yehuda Gerwitz. Uh, he is the CEO of Charity.com. It's C-H-A-R-I-D, as in David Y, Charity.com. And uh, he, he joined me uh, for a, a special taping of Therefore What, my uh, podcast, uh, which you can pick up wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, also make sure you're uh, tapping into all of our Inside Sources podcasts here on KSL. Uh, you can also do that off of the KSL News Radio app uh, brought to you by our friends at Any Hour Services. So uh, make sure you, you go back and uh, you want to check out the full conversation uh, with Rabbi Gerwitz. Uh, he is a uh, an extraordinary thinker. Uh, and when he describes what he does at his company, uh, he it's, he talks about it in terms of cultivating generosity, even in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, and so they use a, a whole host of things in terms of, of research and psychology. They they work with a lot of nonprofit organizations to, to crowdfund more donations for engagement. Uh, they get people more involved in the process community-wise. And the focus is really to enable more good to happen. And so what I loved about Rabbi Gerwitz is he, he's always saying, well, hey, we have to mobilize people to the point that they'll put their money where their faith is, put their money where their heart is, put their money where their rhetoric is, uh, and actually do that in a bigger, broader, better way. Uh, and so let me share with you just a little bit. So I, I asked him, uh, what is it? What is the guiding philosophy of charity.com and what are you actually trying to do? Here's what he said. The company is called Charity. We're based on the premise that the impossible is what's possible. Usually most people, when they try to solve anything, they take a practical route in order to deal with it. However, what we found is that the most practical way is by taking an impossible route. And the reason is, when you take a practical route, you're limited to the practicalities of it. When you take something impossible is when you allow God into your work and God is limitless. So anything becomes possible. We sort of came to this with looking at the giving space and we said, great, people are giving, people have problems they need to solve, people are raising money, 
a lot of people take practical routes of solving problems. And we said, okay, how do we go in and take an impossible route? We'll be crazy. How do we help people raise more money from a short amount of time, from the most amount of people in the cheapest way? Like, how do we do that? Like, that would be crazy. And through that, we've helped organizations raise just in the past few years alone over a billion dollars. We work with organizations to really figure out what we call an ambitious, which is the impossible, but attainable. So we work with a mixture of data and an art and making sure that they take them through an experience that they should be able to raise a lot more money and accomplish their goal. All right. Uh, again, that's uh, Rabbi Gerwitz uh, from charity.com. And uh, so, so I love the fact that he starts with this premise of we're just not thinking big enough, folks. <laughs> if you're if you're running a nonprofit, if you're uh, running a volunteer organization and you you just aren't thinking big enough in terms of engaging people and bringing them together. Uh, one of the most fascinating things that I picked up from the rabbi uh, was that it was less about cause, the cause itself, as much as it was about helping people feel like they're part of that cause community. So community was the real key. Here's what he said. The most surprising thing is not the type of cause and not the type of people. People say, ooh, I'm a cancer organization. You know, I'm helping this. It's heartwarming. Ultimately, it's not about that. It really boils down to the crowd, the engagement of the crowd. What's surprising is to me was like, oh, you think these are like higher on the list, less on the list. And it's really not about that. It's really which organization talks to the person, talks to certain people. There's no like priority list of what is more interesting. It's what's more interesting to you. And that's really what it's about. And what we do, we don't push causes. What we do is help people f to a certain community. We help people find their community, their mm -hmm. tribe. Who is your people? So, again, that's uh, Rabbi Gerwitz, if you're just joining us, uh, charity.com, and helping people connect and tap into their generosity to do good, to make a difference, to add value. A lot of the things we talk about regularly on this program. Uh, and he does it in such a fascinating way. Uh, I, I also asked him uh, about how do we actually extend that further? People want to do good. People want to do the right thing. Uh, I, I firmly believe that. Uh, but we need to look at it bigger and broader. Uh, we're hoping to have uh, Senator Mike Lee on tomorrow. He's been uh, working on some amendments as it relates to future uh, COVID-19 bills and spending and funding uh, to, to raise that deduction level in terms of charitable giving. Uh, as so many volunteer organizations, charities, churches, and so on are, are struggling uh, with the lack of donations during the uh, pandemic. Uh, so he's fighting that battle back in Washington, D.C. Uh, but here's the way uh, Rabbi Gerwitz framed it. We want to empower every person to do good. People want to do good. They really do. They really, really, really do. And it's something you see within, let's say, right now within COVID. I had a friend who's never been involved, but all of a sudden through COVID, it touched his heart. It really just touched him. Yeah. And all of a sudden, and this is something that I knew for a while, and I remember I, I got him involved in a little something once a short while ago, or a couple of years back, and a friend's like, really, him? Like, he got involved? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, okay, I didn't think it's his type. Like, at the end of the day, it's everybody's type. Everybody's type is to get involved, is to care. Seeing that, and you see a different person. He's walking around. You see, like, you know, he has, like, a skip. And in his steps, it's, it's really that. So that's really what it's based on. It's based on, at the end of the day, people want to do good. People truly should do good. And more than that, 
it's not only about the charity space. Right. It's much, much more than that. We look at the world. At the end of the day, we're here to make the world better. We're here to change the world for positive. Oh, there's there's so much that you can do, and it was uh, one of the real fun things about having this conversation with Rabbi Gerwitz, uh, who is just hilarious. Uh, you definitely want to go check out the uh, full Therefore What podcast. Uh, Kellyanne has posted that to our Facebook page, our Inside Sources Facebook page, uh, so you can link to that and, and hear the entire conversation uh, with Rabbi Gerwitz and his uh, group Charity.com. But I, I want to finish you with kind of the Therefore What component uh, from the rabbi in terms of what do we do? We always talk about that on this show. What are we going to do to actually make a difference? I hope that people realize that if they care about something, then they could solve it. There's other like-minded people that they might not know about that are going to be ready to jump on the bandwagon. And all you really need is a leap of faith to try. Try to see if you can move whatever is forward. You see an issue in your local community or wherever it is. Instead of looking at things, try to look at the world from a way of how do I solve the problem and understand that it's a lot easier than you think. Again, that's my uh, interview with uh, Rabbi uh, Gerwitz from Charity, C-H-A-R-I-D-Y, Charity.com. A great way to tap into things, and uh, I just I love the way he thinks. Uh, This whole idea that if you care about it, you can solve it. And to look at the world, not just in terms of problems and challenges and difficulty, but in terms of solutions, because the solutions are there. And there are so many conversations we need to have in this country and around the world. Uh, We can do it, but we don't do it with rhetoric. Uh, We talked about it last week and over the weekend. Uh, If you want to bridge a divide, you cannot do it by driving the wedge deeper. You have to remove the wedge. And you have to start looking not uh, not about old conversations, but about new solutions, uh, which is exactly what the rabbi was telling us and helping all of his clients around the world to tap into that the solutions are there. You, you can be obsessed on old conversations or you can be focused on new solutions. It's tough. It's tough to do both. Uh, and it's not that you ignore things, but if you're not looking for solutions, if you're not bringing solution-minded people around you and into your business or organization or community, we're not going to get things solved. Uh, so we, we have to get there. All right, we're going to go ahead and step aside. When we come back, we're going to talk about the challenge of moderation. Why is it so hard? And what does it mean for us here in the state of Utah? Coming up next. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.